and welcome to Torah Talks Chazak Tuesday night program with special guests. We have with us Rabbi Moshe Dun Kestim Shalom Aleichem, Rav. How you doing? Aleichem Shalom. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's uh, great to have the Rabbi. Our pleasure, and uh, we're going to be speaking about working on our character traits, our midot. And uh, I know that the Rabbi has uh, a safer books, Olam Hamidos. And uh, before we jump to uh, tonight's topic, if we could have the Rabbi give a little bit of background about yourself and the great work you're involved with. Um, background, so I, I was born in Canada, so I'm a Canadian citizen. Uh, that's why that's why I did not run for president. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you were wondering. And uh, I lived out of town many years, first 13 years of my life. And then I lived in Farakaway. I learned in Yeshiva Farakaway. Um, I credit all the Musser teachings from my Rebbe, Rebbe Per Shlita, Rashiva, Yeshiva Farakaway. Just for the record, Farakaway is Queens, where Chazak is based, Chazak with a Q strengthening, Queens based in Queens, expanding all over the world. Farakaway likes to say they're part of five towns, but they're actually. My, my in laws live in Queens, so. Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. Um, so I learned in Shifrakwe for like seven years. I was in the in the mirror, and afterwards I got married. I ended up moving to Waterbury. We starting the, the yeshiva there from the first members of the Kailo. Um, so I still live in Waterbury. I taught in Waterbury in the yeshiva for many years. Currently, I am running yeshiva in Passaic slash Newark called Or Or Yitzchak, based Medish program. Beautiful, amazing, Rabbi. So, uh like was mentioned, the topic is working on our character traits. Uh, why should someone bother working on their character traits? Like, well, why is that even uh, Indian, if one might ask? Okay, so let's let's give two reasons. Number one is, I would say without exa- exaggeration, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, you know, as I get older, I see more and more. Um, number one, I would say it's just simply pikuach. It's li- literally pikuach nefesh. Um, you you could say something. You could say something to your wife, to your husband, to, to your child. You could really say things that could destroy them, destroy, destroy relationships. I mean, the harm that a person brings upon himself and other people uh, with with bad character traits, without control of of, of anger. Um, it's it's just it's a very practical thing. If you don't work on your midos. Ter- terrible things can come out. Raising our children today is, is very challenging. If you don't have good midos, you don't stay calm when your child is difficult. You're not able to embrace him when he's challenging. He's not doing everything you want. These things are literally not exaggerating. Exaggerating of nefesh. You know, working working on our midos. That's the very practical in a nutshell. And and besides that, it's it's a Torah. Obligation. The Vilna Gon says that the purpose of a person's life is to correct, to break any bad mida that he has not yet broken. The Vilna Gon says that's a purpose of your life. And Reb Chaim Vital says that a person is going to be judged in Shemayim on his midos by, first of all, you see he's judged on his midos, but he's judged on his midos by how he, <coughs> how he treats his spouse. Wow. And this is another important conversation, but people think midos be nice to other people outside the house, but the primary focus a person needs to take is, is on his family in the house. Nobody's, nobody sees 
Um, so, so number one, practically speaking, it's it's literally pikuach nefesh. I mean, you could talk about that for a long time, and then and then there's an obligation between us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is going to judge us on our on our character traits. Wow. So there's a saying, Chesed starts at home. So we should also add that uh, Midos also start at home, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand percent. Okay. So, uh, what would the rabbi say is a starting point for one just to work on on his or her uh, Midos uh, character traits? It's a great question. I could only share with you where my starting point was. You know, my rabbis. I if I would have to say, at least for me, the main lesson that I learned from his his Musar Vadim, his Musar talks was being very self-aware, being very aware of what's going on within ourselves. You know, so I would say the starting point is really noticing what's going on. So many people are angry, jealous, upset, and they don't even recognize it. They don't even understand this is why I'm doing this. They're just not in touch with themselves. The starting point is being aware. Once you're aware, hopefully, you know, you'll be motivated and you'll want to correct it. So if I'm getting angry, let me first be aware that I'm being angry, I'm jealous, let me be aware. The next step would be finding ways to, to work on that. But the first step is just being aware and also I would say making it a, a priority. Many people, it's not on their mind. Oh, I'm angry now, that's not that's not a good thing. I gotta try to calm myself down. It's I'm angry now, so it's that person's fault I'm angry. They're not, they're not, you know, reflecting on themselves. So the rabbi is saying to be an observing Jew, to be observant, to realize and to understand what the issues and the problems are. Many people might not even realize that they have, uh, you know, anger issues or jealousy issues. The first step is to realize and to pay attention. Being, being aware and then, being aware. Take, and then taking responsibility for that. So a person starts realizing that he has issues and problems with his midos, his character traits, A, B, C, D. Do you work on one mida at a time or he could do multiple at a time? What, what does the Rav say? So it's a great question. I've been asked this before. For me personally, it was not a process of I'm going to work on this mida now for this week and work on this mida the next week. Um, there is such a uh, an approach. It's just not the approach that I happen to take. So for me, and again, I'm still in the process and I have a lot to fix, but for me, it was just, like I mentioned before, a general idea of being aware and also kind of like taking it as it came. So if that day or that moment I was jealous, I would try to think about it. You know, why am I jealous and what can I do to make myself become less jealous? I mean, so as things come up, I would try to pay attention to them and try to see how I could navigate through them. So you know, that's, that's, that's the approach that worked for me. But if somebody, you know, wants to work on a specific midah, that also, it also works. And if a person learns musar, so a person's learning about the topic of anger, so then it's going to be a, a focus for that, the, that week or that month, or those two months or three months they're learning about anger, they probably will end up working more on that midah based on whatever they're learning about. But I think a person should just keep their eyes open for all the midos, you know, as they're living their lives. Amazing. So uh, is there such a thing as a process of mastering a certain midah, a certain character trait, and to be, you know, in control of it, or or being, uh, you know, the king, or, or or having that crown 
of a certain midah? Is there such a concept, Rabbi? No. They quote, they, there is, is there a process? They, they quote from Bibi Salanta that it's harder to, uh, you know, acquire one midah. It's harder than finishing shas. Um, but I, I don't know if there's one midah um, <clears throat> for myself that I could say I have acquired. I never get angry. I never get jealous. I can't. I can't say that for myself. So I can't tell you how to master one mida. I can only tell you how to make dents and improvements um, in those in those midos. And you know, so a person just just constantly thinking about it, working on it. You know, and maybe sometimes asking other people for help if they have a, a challenge. You know, over time, the person does it. It does get easier. The person does become used to staying calm, used to, you know, closing their mouth, whatever it may be. It definitely gets easier, but uh, to completely master it or any scientific plan, I personally do not have any scientific plan. There are Svar, there are Svarim, I think like Revolving Ali Shore, he has like steps, do this for this week or do this, do that. Um, for me, it wasn't like that. And I don't have, I don't have the approach like that. For me, it's just more of a general attitude and and process right so we mentioned in the beginning that the rabbi is an author of uh Sfarim, and uh ola hamidos was in hebrew and now Baruch Hashem, it's translated into english as well via from art scroll uh what made the rav uh work on the Sfarim? how did it come about uh you know was it a suggestion was it something the rabbi wanted to do as a young child uh if you could elaborate a little bit for us so so with with Olam Amidos, really, really, Baruch Hashem, I didn't know I was going to write the Sefer um, at the time that I was, you know, working on, on the Midos and really working, you know, on myself. I just, from the time I was um, 18 or so, learning from my Rebbe, I started to be very aware and started, you know, working on, on Midos. Um, when I was, you know, 28 or so, 29, um, well, before that, I was teaching. I was teaching Orach Hasadikim. I would teach, you know, Musar Vadim, Musar um, classes to uh, Beis boys in Waterbury, and in the Beis there. And then somebody asked me. Basically, someone asked me. A married person asked me uh, if I would give a weekly class um, in Midos. It was actually the first time that I wasn't just learning a text with a group of boys. But I was actually had to prepare like a class on anger, you know, a class on jealousy. So he asked me if I give a weekly class, a weekly topic, speech. And I started writing notes in preparing for these classes, for these lectures. And when I started writing them down, I just started writing and writing and writing. And like, you know, it's like 10 years worth of material, you know, Baruch Hashem, basically just came out onto the paper. I don't even think I even gave classes on, I probably only gave a few classes and wrote much more than I ended up actually teaching in the classes. So, I mean, that's a big bracha. I would say a big bracha is I didn't know I'd write a safer. When you work on something for the purpose of writing it down, it's not the same as when you're actually doing it for real, for yourself. And then I'm just sharing with people uh, my experiences um, it's a little embarrassing. I shouldn't say this in public. It's not being recorded, right? Nobody's watching this. But uh, but uh, just just the two of us. No, no one's going to listen anyway. But 
but um, yeah, but all, all those all those flaws in the safer are are I, I I own them. I only know about I only know about them because because I experienced them, wow. and maybe, maybe that's why Baruch Hashem the safer you know has that's been matzliach because it was it was it was it came from words that came from the heart it was from my own experiences and i was sharing what helped me and and shared them with, with other people you know the other svarim uh are little different stories i don't know if it's worthwhile going going into but um you know so so rabbi if, if you could just uh tell us about the other svarim you know the, the the topics or the names of them and and also if you could also uh you know Take a snippet, or what chiddush, or what insight, or what daf, or what uh, page, or or story, or chapter sticks out the most. I know that's uh, that's a hard question because, like, asking which one of your children are, are your favorite, in a sense that I know how much time and effort and kachot the energies go into putting it together and safer. But one insight comes into mind that uh, the rabbi thinks is kedai to share uh, to the oilam, or one mida that uh, sticks out of all the midas, all the character traits out there. You want you want one from each safer? <laughs> or you want one. One from all. Okay, so I'll just quickly go through the svarm and then I'll figure out where to go next. But the, <laughs> so Olam Midos is, is obviously uh you know working on our character traits. Olam, I, I wrote another safer in Hebrew, also um translated uh into English with Art Scroll. Actually, um this one I actually translated myself. Um, the first one, uh, Mrs. Heimwoods translated the sec. Olam Avoda, I translated it and then she edited it. Um, Olam Avoda is, uh, talks about our relationship to, to Hashem. So it's Ben Adam Lamakom between us and Hashem. And I was in the office, I got a copy and I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Explain, explains how, you know, the purpose of Torah Mitzvah is to develop a relationship to Hashem and how the different areas of Torah Mitzvah you know, bring us closer to, to Hashem. And then I wrote two English um, svarim or books. Okay. One of them is called Run After the Right Kavod. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it may be my favorite in some ways. It's, you know, I like it a lot. It hasn't got out as yes. much. I'm getting kinis, I'm guessing kinis so from like uh, spiritual jealous, uh, honor. Is that, so, is that So Run After the Right Kavod is the entire book is about the topic of kavod, of respect. So there are different sections. There is how to develop the importance of self-respect and, and how to develop self-respect. There's the topic of respect for others. We're holding now in the days of Sphira, the Talmudim students or Akiva were punished because they didn't treat each other with enough kavod, enough respect. So it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole safer on the topic. I mean, Baruch Hashem, a lot of people have gained a lot from it, but it's not as well known. Uh, yeah, okay. rec- 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 recently, Israel Bookshop did republish it, uh, so if anyone wants it, but it's called Run After the Right Kavod. It's about giving respect to others, respect to your spouse, respect to your parents, to your ch- children, other people. So the whole whole book about the topic of respect, and um, and the and the fourth one is called The Heart of Parenting. Also less known, it's a it's a small but powerful book on parenting. Nice. And these books are available in all local Jewish yeah. bookstores. That I don't know, but um, they're all they're all um, they're all at least online. But uh, amazing, Rabbi Moshe Dunkestman, very very uh, inspiring, amazing messages and gems. Um, 
going back to what we said before we asked for the final message is, is uh, Rabbi went through the books, but uh, one of all those books, there will be one insight, one parable, one uh, idea that comes to mind. Maybe that could also be the maybe the final message, also the the final takeaway, or or your call, Rabbi. I mean, there's there's so many things I touched upon. Uh, you know, the the Rebbeim Vital, the Rebbeim Vital says a person is judged by how they treat their their spouse. Um, for those for those those that are not married, I think we can apply the same lessons to how we treat our parents, our siblings, because the message of Rebbeim Vital is that is that Midos is not just about putting on a nice show that everyone should think we're so nice. Midos is really something that is going on within ourselves and what we're doing, L'Shem Shemayim, what we're doing for God. So how we act with our family, I think one message I'd like to leave everyone with is, you know, work really hard on how you treat the people closest to you. And if you have a choice between, you know, if, Two people's needs, your family and people outside, many times people run outside because they'll get more kavod, they'll get more honor when they go and do chesed, do kindness outside the house, but your priority has to be to your family, and that's really where your midos are going to be going to be measured. That's one uh, important message. Another important message, since we're in the days of Sphira, that I wrote a whole book on the topic of kavod, of respect, because I think it is so critical to, to every relationship. Uh, a person needs cover for himself to be able to succeed, to have the confidence, right? To have the confidence to do what you're doing. But every person in order to accomplish needs to have a respect for themselves, value themselves, believe in themselves. And you give that to other people. You're, you're literally giving them life. The morale says that the reason why the students of Rekiva died, he says, is because when you give honor to someone else, you're giving them chios, you're giving them life. So because they didn't give each other life, their lives were taken away from them. So if we could walk out of here, you know, the next any person you see on the street and you say hello, how you're doing, and of course your family, you just give them a compliment, a kind word, show somebody you care about them, someone's talking to you to give them some time, the chesed, the kindness that you could do by just giving someone a little bit of respect value and it does it's not just a show it also means a person has to work on themselves to respect other people recognize every jew every jew is a prince every jew is a princess is a child a child of hashem a child of imagine you know imagine uh you know the gadol hador the greatest person's son is is in the room even if they're not the greatest person but look who their father is every person's father is is hashem so having that respect for every Every Jew and a non-Jew also is created in the image of God. You know, the, the way we treat the non-Jewish people around us, we have to give people respect and honor. We're giving them life and we're doing kindness. It doesn't cost any money. And a person could give out thousands and thousands of acts of kindness just by the way they interact, you know, with other people. Amazing Rabbi Moshe Don Kestemat. What a powerful message about honoring others and that Chiddush of the Ma'aral, wow, beautiful, of uh, Rabbi Kiva's students now respecting one another, and when you respect, when you give cover to another, you give them life, to the nets and they passed away. So a very, very timely message by the Rabbi Yashikach Hazdaqbrook. Thank you very much for all that you do for the Jewish people, the amazing Sfarim, the amazing Shirim, the Yeshiva. Thank, thank you, Chazak, Chazak, it's an amazing, amazing organization. 
to the rabbi, and uh, we want to remind the audience every single Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Chazak Torah Talks with special guest Baruch Hashem. This was an amazing episode, as usual. Baruch Hashem, Chazi Hashem, thank you Hashem. We want to thank all the platforms that are hosting the podcast. A special thank you to Torah Anytime. And daily giving, a dollar a day goes a very, very far away. I encourage everyone to uh, check it out. We want to remind everyone of the work of Chazak, Baruch Hashem, aside from the Shirim and the Torah Talks and the Base Manage and the Kol and all the other great work that we do. The focus is to help inspire, guide, and change the lives of the thousands of Jewish kids that unfortunately do not have a Jewish education and go to the public school systems. Baruch Hashem, we have thousands of kids coming to after-school programs, Sunday school programs, teen division programs, and the amazing, successful Yeshiva Placement Division and over the years, Baruch Hashem, the last few years alone, Baruch Hashem, uh, 1,500 Nishamas, Baruch Hashem, from public schools to Yeshiva, Kenainar, Baruch Hashem, Ken Yirbu. And uh, we, if you have a family member, a friend, or neighbor, right now, this is prime time before the September school year. Reach out to Chazak, Chazak with the Q, and Mezuchim uh, will take care of the scenario from A to Z with Hashem's help. And uh, once again, thank you very much, Rabbi Kestenbaum. And uh, Yagdil Torah.